live from Low Tree Studios in Lancaster, California. Minnie's looking for her paper that I did not print, featuring <laughs> topics that serve as an informative and entertaining break from life's daily grind. This is the Jason and Mindy podcast. My name is Jason. My name's Mindy. <laughs> Hello, wife. Coming up, Americans spend a lot on physical activity. I'm going to reveal just how much. Uh, plus, I'll share news about dogs and the coronavirus. Mm. Mm-hmm. What's in the news recently? Of course, I'll share that. Facts about winter, and I have a hygiene quiz for Mindy and our live listeners. And uh, Mindy will share 12 ways you're giving off a bad vibe without realizing it. Ooh, yeah. are you in this category? Or is, is it categories or is it, uh, what is it? Is it, uh, is yeah, it just, is it, is it, is it like tips to it, not give off bad No, it's vibes? things you're actually doing. That, that you're actually doing. That give off a bad vibe. Well, we'll see if we're, we're doing it, folks. Monday evening is here, so let's get in and get all of the Jason and Mindy podcast. Welcome those of you listening live on CastBox. we got a nice full chat right now. They're hanging out with us. They just listened to NXS's Devil Inside, one of my uh, one of my favorite songs. I love that band. Uh, anyway, and those of you ast- li- listening after the Aster, mm-hmm. uh-huh. those of you listening after the live show on your favorite podcast here, we love Mondays, don't we? Mm. We love Mondays. Uh, so, Mindy, of course, we recapped our uh, our busy, kind of crazy weekend for our patrons last night when we recorded our podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, we're, it's going to feel like old news to us and some of them who are currently in uh, the chat. But uh, let's let's relive it and recap it a little bit. We had a, a, an eventful weekend. Of course, it was Valentine's weekend. What would Valentine's you like to Day start? Weekend. Well, I'll start with me. And again, we are going to... Uh, uh, keep it keep it simple, but uh, there's a few things that were kind of interesting that happened. I I did get Minnie a gift. I haven't got Minnie a gift for Valentine's Day. I don't think ever. I don't I don't think ever really. <clears throat> Usually I stick with birthdays and um, and anniversaries and of course Christmas and stuff like that. But Valentine's is not not a day that we really t- typically celebrate. Not at all. Uh, but this year I decided to get her something. I got her jewelry, which I haven't done in a long time. And I bought it on Valentine's day. I knew I was going to get it then. Cause we were celebrating really the next day, Saturday, which was the 15th. Um, so I did get her some earrings and, uh, that was the first, first step in the Valentine's day thing. And then, uh, then Saturday came around <laughs> Yeah. and Mindy had this whole thing planned and I'll, I'll let you kind of take it from there. Well, I had this, this thing planned that I wanted to surprise you with. And we, I don't know, it was probably a good few months that, that I had bought the tickets. We yeah. went to a show, it was a Cirque, um, uh, geez. So, ooh. The, you don't know the last the, the last part of it, Cirque but it was hotel, a hotel something. It was a Cirque show though. Yeah, so it was a Cirque acrobatics show. and yeah. stuff like that. And uh, and and we've never really, or at least I've never been to the L Pack, so I thought it'd be kind of cool. Which is what's uh, the L Pack? It's it's a big like Lancaster Performing Arts Center. That's L Pack. That's yeah, what it like, stands for. Yeah, it's like a huge auditorium. It's to, great. It's beautiful. There. Shows and stuff. It's really really nice. So. Uh, the day comes. Oh, and then I made reservations for dinner. For dinner, yes. And it was just a hot mess <laughs> from the very beginning. Yeah, it uh, was. Uh, th- the dinner was the was the beginning of it being a hot mess. We looked great, though. You and I looked very nice. So did David and Stephanie. They looked great. We mm-hmm. all looked nice, all decked out, getting ready to go hang. Mm-hmm. Uh, the dinner, though, boy. Yeah. So what we, a train wreck. I made reservations for six. We get there. They don't have my name. They don't even, they've overbooked. Totally overbooked. The place is packed. Yeah. And probably about 10 more people walked in behind us saying that they had reservations at six. Right. So I think um, they proceeded to sit somebody that either was there before us or wasn't there. We were not sure, but it looked like they were there. Just after us. Just after us. Yeah. So Stephanie, she's really great with um, talking to you know, restaurant servers and, and she's been in the, she was in the business, in the business for a long years, time. Yeah. <clears throat> so she's like, excuse me. And she says her spiel and then we get seated. Right. 45 minutes. We have not been 45 minutes later. Well, we're not eating. We're not eating. We, we ordered our food. This is, this was the thing that was that we, where we started to know it was probably not going to work out is when we ordered our food, the, the lady came around, uh, the, the, the manager came around and finally ordered our food because no one was coming to our table. <clears throat> so she ordered our food. Well, first of all, she ordered me a beer and then she forgot it. 
Then she brought it. Uh, then she ordered our food. For 45 minutes later, she says, she says to Stephanie and David, sorry, we don't have the uh, prime rib. Was it prime rib? No, it was, um, it was a uh, shit. Filet mignon? Nope. But it was a good steak. I can't remember the name. A steak. They don't, they don't have what they ordered. Right. All right. So, so then uh, we're like, oh, great. That means that means ribeye. Ribeye. They didn't have the ribeye. So that means a couple of things, right? That means that uh, my food or Mindy's or somebody's has been sitting under a heat lamp for a little while, probably because mm-hmm. they've all been made. And anyway, and that was the case. We're not going to make this a bitch session, but it was just really weird how it turned out. Uh, then then the food. But so the food came out, but we're like, we're, we got to go. It was seven fifteen. It was seven fifteen. We had to make the show by eight. So we, we still had to go, you know, walk down to the building. Right. So there was no time. We literally would have this very, supposedly this very nice meal mm-hmm. and have to gulp it down in what, maybe 10 minutes? 10 minutes. Yeah. So 10, we minutes. were not doing that. Yeah. So we refused it. Uh, Stephanie was bold enough to say, look, we're not eating this. She did all the talking for us because I don't know that I could have done that like she did. I might have because so I was pretty pissed. <laughs> so I give, her, I give her credit. I give you both credit because I wouldn't have been able to do it. Anyway, so we walked out of that place. We brought our food with us. Uh, and just so you're aware, we're not, we're not those types of people, but Mindy's meal was like 48 bucks. So, uh, you feel like you're going to get 48 bucks worth of service. And if you compare that to where we went, like Fogo de Chow in, in Vegas, there's one in Vegas, there's one in Beverly Hills. We went to the one in Vegas. It's $60 a plate, but you're eating right away. That food comes out right away. And there are several, um, several servers, servers at your beck and call Constant. at all times. So that's what you're comparing it to, right? Cause that's fifty bucks a plate. Mm-hmm. It just it just wasn't wasn't great. Yeah, and it was it wasn't good. And so we ended up walking out of there. We we didn't eat. We weren't terribly starving yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Went to the show. The show was fantastic. Yes, it was. And then oh, it was uh, Cirque Eloise Hotel. There we go. That was good. Yeah, that's it. And it was great, man. It was it was awesome. I enjoyed it. So I we get out it. of there. We had a bar tab. So we had. I thought we were gonna go pay it and leave. Right. And then you three are standing there. <laughs> we had a $75 gift certificate. Let's use it. By so, the way, thank thank you, Stephanie, for that. Yes. I mean, let's be grateful. We didn't pay for our drinks. We hadn't eaten. <laughs> yeah. So you three decided to, to drink. And I'm sitting there and I had contacts and my eyes were bugging me. Anyway, long story short, I was I was not a happy camper. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, you guys were all drunk and I was a sober one. And so we went to Denny's Mm -hmm. and Jason hadn't had anything in his stomach at all. And he had drank quite a bit of whiskey. Yeah. Well, not not a lot, but enough. Well, enough on an empty stomach wasn't great and decided that you needed to go use the Denny's restroom and throw up. Yep. (laughs) After his food came to the table. (laughs) No, it was before. Right before. It was before. That's right. And then the food comes to the table. You just couldn't, couldn't eat, eat it. it. So then you went out to the car and it was me and Stephanie and David and we finished eating. And needless to say, we got home. It was, I was not, I was, I was pretty bummed. I was pretty bummed. I wish you wouldn't be bummed because, it, you know, life's an adventure, you know, and, and we were, we that were, was we were, not the adventure I was. I don't care. I, we're, we were in it together and I know it wasn't what you planned, but we we tr- we did try to make the best of it. I I wasn't like hung over the next day. I wasn't really 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 sick. I just had a spoiled stomach and kind of like what happened in Vegas. It was really strange. But um, then the next day, yesterday, we went down to watch wreck my podcast. We hung out with those guys. They did a live uh, live show and and did trivia and all that. That was really really fun. I want to give them a ton of credit. They did a really good job. And uh, just super proud of those guys for what they're doing. Yeah. Amy says, do a redo date. Yeah, Minnie and I got something planned um, coming up in March, I believe. And Sadie May says, yours truly got a job today, y'all. Congratulations, ah, Sadie. Congratulations. Really, really happy for you. Really, really happy for you. So needless to say, it was an interesting weekend, not what Mindy planned. I will say I still had a good time. Uh, I enjoyed spending time with you, Mindy. Well, the next day was better. We hung out with David and Stephanie again. And, you know, we just hung out and had some beers and watched, uh, you know, the Wreck My Boys. And so it was was okay. And wrapped up the night with a movie. And I really liked it. Honey Boy was the movie. On Netflix. I I do not know how to pronounce his name. No, it was on Amazon Prime. Prime. 
I don't know how to pronounce his name, but Shia LaBeouf. I know I say it wrong. I think I should say it wrong anyway. Um, but it's 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 a movie about his life, and boy, was it great. It was really, really great. Uh, Amy says, I called Steph last night because I was dying laughing at the end of B-roll Amy-licious. Yeah, we named it after Amy because we did this whole thing. I'm sure you, you've heard it, Amy, where uh, we did Urban Dictionary for, for all of our patrons and uh, Amy's a new patron, so we hadn't gotten to her. So, so Stephanie, we all did that. Stephanie brought that up at the end of B-Roll. That was really, really fun. We had a good time with that. And we named the podcast Amy-licious. Amy-licious. So let's get into our topics. I think that was a fine recap. Yeah, was it, it okay? Was, it was We fun. just kind of brushed over. It, it pretty much yeah, sums, up. sums it up. We got a lot of, we got a lot of podcasts, so we got to get to it. Let's do that. Check this out, y'all. See if you're in this category. Americans managed to spend $264.6 billion on physical activity last year. The U.S. spent $37 billion on fitness classes, $58 billion on sports and other recreation, $117 billion on footwear and apparel, and much more on supplies, $37.5 billion. Mindfulness, namaste, $10 billion, and tech. And he's in the tech category at $8.1 billion. The U.S. spends more on physical activity each year than any other country, yet we are maybe not the most fit country. That's so it's for very sure. interesting, right? Right. We have hope. Well, yeah, we that's spend about a it. lot of money on hope. <laughs> yeah. Am I right? Yeah, exactly. I hope if I get this Fitbit or I hope if I get this. It's going to magically, class, uh, it's gonna magically uh, take that 10 pounds off. Uh-huh. It's, it's very it's very interesting. It's very it's very ironic. It's like rain on your wedding day. Mm. Uh, a free ride when you're already paid. It's some good advice that you just can't take. <laughs> Who would have thought it figures? Nobody, nobody, nobody with me in the <laughs> in the chat. It's Alanis. It's Alanis Morissette. I mm. thought so. Mm-hmm. I was mm-hmm. trying not to fall for your shenanigans. <laughs> From a bullshizzle. All right. Uh, next thing here. As photos of dogs uh, wearing masks pop up across social media, some are starting to ask if their beloved pet dog could catch the novel corona- coronavirus. Mindy, do you think it's possible? First of all, I want to get your expert opinion. Do you think our dogs will get coronavirus i actually don't know because it did come from uh an animal so how do you know this where where, where do you get this because um i listened to ben shapiro and they were talking about how but it was in okay it was from an animal and i I don't remember what it was i don't think it was a bat i think people were saying it was a bat but it was meat they were selling Mm. on their market Mm. and it was from an odd animal of course it is yeah and so but who knows I, you know. But now, but then now, all of a sudden, you can get it by coughing on someone. That's really odd how it turns into something. Like yeah. That. So I don't really know if it seems an like it'd be viral. Contract it because it did come from an animal, but maybe that particular species, whatever it was, you know. Well, let's find out. According to multiple veterinary and health organizations, there's no need for pet owners to panic about mm, COVID. Dash 19, as there's no sign yet that man's best friend is at risk of catching the virus. The World's Health Organization, who, World Health Organization, who has put up a Mythbuster (laughs) post on their website regarding domestic animals and the coronavirus, which confirmed that there have been no cases of the viral, of the virus identified in pets. So rest easy. Thank God. Rest easy. Uh, animal lovers. Antonio says, from a bat to a horse to a stable of horses and so on. <laughs> horses are are the bat poop. Hmm. Horses are the bat poop that was in the grass of the grazing horses. Ate, oh, ho- horses ate the bat poop that was in the grass so of the horse grazing meat? horses. Maybe I don't know. It, is it was something meat. in their meat market and they eat weird shit. And maybe people shouldn't be eating weird so shit. So judgmental. <laughs> so judgmental, Mindy. Well, I'm just saying. Yeah. And then we won't have the coronavirus going around. Yeah. Stick yeah. to, you know, the stuff we... We know that's good. Or, or just veggies. Yeah. Veggies is a good idea. Yeah. Even that, you get... Uh, what's what's that other... Uh, the uh, poop... I'm going to wait for... I'm going to wait. <laughs> I'm going to watch you figure it out. I am not good with words tonight. I'm tired. Um, but... You look great, though. You're really cute. It's a shit disease, you know? 
<laughs> Somebody help me out. Uh, Wayne says, Scoopity Poop. <laughs> That's, That's it. That's the one winner. <laughs> Antonio says, yeah, the cheese diet is quite dangerous. No, it's not the cheese. No, he's talking about something different. But yeah, that would be dangerous. Uh, the Chinese diet. <laughs> oh, my bad. The Chinese <laughs> diet. Wow. So- I do have my glasses on. That is hilarious. The, chi- the cheese diet. I'm all, what are you talking about? Uh, what a dumbass. The Chinese diet is quite dangerous. Lots of raw meats. Mm, yeah. Uh, Amy says they eat freaking live octopus. Nope. That's not. Hey, me. I know a lot. I know a lot of guys that eat a lot of uh, live octopus. Okay. You know what I'm saying? That's so dumb. <laughs> uh, and then Amy says, have you seen those videos? Uh, Sadie Mae says, how's Nick Snickety? He's doing another video. He, he wants He's us to be great. in it, but I just don't know if we're going to be around for that. Yeah, we should bring Nick back on. I'll, I'll message him mm-hmm. and, uh, and and see if he wants to come back on and hang with us. And uh, let's see. He asked me to play bass in his other band, but we're going to be away the weekend. He wants me to play with him. So mm. can't do it. All right, uh, let's move on. This is what's in the, in the news recently. Police officers in Highland, Utah, recently helped out a mother who had a baby formula emergency. Shannon Bird, who is a mother of five, called 911 just after 2 a.m. after realizing she wasn't able to feed her hungry six-week-old baby. Bird's husband was out of town, and she didn't have any formula in the house because she usually breastfeeds. Pull the titty out. Um, before calling 911, Bird called neighbors in the area, but no one was awake. Bird said the 911 call, uh, said on the 911 call, I've never been in this predicament ever. My milk just literally dried out. Mm. Uh, This is my fifth kid and this has never happened. Officers with the Lone Peak Police Officer Department That is not what it is. Oh my Police God. officer department responded to the call and picked up a gallon of milk on their way to ah. Bird's home. Once they arrived and realized the baby was too young for regular milk, they headed back out for formula. Mm. Officers returned with the baby formula and didn't let Bird pay for them. Oh, that was nice. Yeah, that was nice. Uh, the, the word I was trying to find in my vocab mm-hmm. is E. coli. E. coli! Was in lettuce recently, right? No, that's the stuff. That's the lo- the throat lozenge, right? E. coli! You've seen the commercials. Okay. I'm done with you today already. <laughs> All right. Worried that her dog might have swallowed her missing engagement ring, a woman in South Africa uh, brought her German short-haired pointer puppy to an animal hospital there uh, her fears were confirmed pepper the dog really did have it in his stomach veterans veterinarians gave the dog medicine to induce vomiting uh, the medicine then took effect and did its stuff and up came the engagement ring you can always just wait and follow mm. your dog afterwards Next thing here, California cab driver Rajbar Singh picked up a 92-year-old woman. When he started chatting with her, Singh said he told she told him she was about to withdraw $25,000 to settle a debt with the IRS. Wow. Sound fishy? Yeah. When he started... Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, they don't settle debts. He pleaded with the woman to reconsider, saying he thought this could be a scam. As Singh talked to the woman, she told him that someone had called her and asked for the money. When he asked if it was a family member, uh, the woman grew silent. The woman agreed to let him call the number to the person who was posing as, the, as an IRS employee. He asked the man on the other end of the phone, do you know this lady? The voice said no, and that's when Singh knew something was wrong. When Singh pressed uh, the man, saying the woman was 92 years old and she was nervous, the man hung up on him. Despite that, Singh said the woman still didn't believe him, so he came up with another idea. They agreed to stop by a police station. The conversation with the officer worked, and the woman believed she was being scammed. A good Samaritan story. Okay. What's this okay? That was a good story. Yeah. I get no votes. I, I need another co-host. <laughs> Is anybody looking? 
to get on a <laughs> Antonio podcast. Antonio probably co-host with you. Someone that'll go back and forth with me a little bit. Yeah. All right. When in the last well, one, Amy's with you. She immediately thought the Ricola. Ricola. See. Mm-hmm. Someone with my sense of humor. That's what I need. When Kelly Ann Alexander realized her horse wouldn't stop sniffing the right side of her head, she was worried. The 43-year-old woman in England had been having seizures for a few months and had been diagnosed with epilepsy, but something didn't seem right. Seeing her beloved horse's reaction, she insisted on more tests, which revealed uh, a low-grade brain tumor. See, animals can tell. Her horse helped her. And then gave her the coronavirus. No, it did that. not. So, it's one of the questions of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> hey, baby, you know the time has come for you to answer the question. The question of the podcast is coming your way real, real fast. We truly need to put a video on you when you're <laughs> dancing to your own jingles. <laughs> All right, so this is an Antonio Holman suggested question. He's in the chat. Nice. He needs to go to bed, though. It's Betty by time for him. Uh, the, fir- the question is this. What was your very first live concert, and what was the last one you went to? Very first. Very first live, okay. And then the, the, the most recent one. Ooh, I don't know, a recent one. Well, the first one I've been to is was you 2 <laughs> what? Nothing. Why are you laughing? No. <laughs> yeah, you were laughing. <laughs> <laughs> so the very fir- that's great. You making one. fun of you too? That is a no. I, think I love my boys. I love don't you. like you too. They don't like me too. Um, hmm. I love you too. I that's one of my favorite all time bands. So why would I laugh at that? I'm jealous actually that you went. That and that was my first concert. What was the album they were touring? Do you remember? Unforgettable Fire. Ooh, good album. It's yeah, a good album. I think so. That's a good one. That was before Joshua Tree. Uh, okay, so that was a good. What was your last one that you went to? Mm, last one. Gosh. Oh, I, I, I what the guy Michael Kreppel? No. Oh yeah, I guess that would have been. That's the last concert. But I was thinking more like um, bigger, bigger. Um, which was the guy we like. Sean Hayes? Sean Hayes. That was the last one, huh? I think so. That is a bummer. We don't go very often. No. All right, so yeah, well, my answer will be the same with Mindy Sean Hayes. If you if you count the many shows I've been to as a as a uh, as an as an artist myself as a drummer, then gosh, the last one was Michael Kreppel's uh, at the Whiskey, uh, my good buddy and Hand of Giants. In fact, he's playing coming up here with uh, a special guest. I know who the special guest is, so I'm super stoked about it. Can't wait. Um, so my first one though. Mm, was it Ricky Skaggs, I think, a country artist way back in the day? Wow. And I was like, this is cool, man. I dig this. Hmm. Way back in the day, Ricky Skaggs. I don't know why that just came to me because I was racking my brain trying to figure out the name. And, it and I have just never heard you say me. that ever. Ricky Skaggs with my parents. Hmm. What a name, huh? Yeah. That's, that's a country name. Ricky Skaggs. I'm going to go out there and see Ricky Skaggs get up on that stage and play a banjo. <laughs> he didn't play a banjo. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I think he had some hits. Uh, Antonio says, first was Bootsy Collins and Parliament Funkadelic. Wow. I like that name. Damn. That's Last a, that's a was Polter, Polter Guts. Guts. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That sounds... Polter Guts. That's definitely a hard uh, Amy hard said Poinfest is the Poinfest. only live concert I've been to. What? Really? Uh, let's see. That's about all we got. And there's no one in the chat responding. So I would think Wayne would, cause he's been to a lot of shows probably. I know Stephanie was probably, um, hers was probably what Stagecoach. Mm-hmm. It's probably the last they one that they went to. A ton of artists there. Lots of artists. I don't remember. I don't remember which they saw last year because the year before that, I believe was Garth Brooks. They saw, uh, but we are going. Yay. We are going to watch Sting. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna be making those decisions tonight. Tonight, so I'm super 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 excited about that. I mean, oh my god, I I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna be so 
stoked to see that show. I know, I can't. I, that will be good for me as uh, like well. Like Sting is one of my all-time favorite artists. I never got to see the police perform. Uh, I became a fan of the police after they were already split up. So I'm I'm really, really can't wait uh, to see Sting. And Antonio says, love Sting and the police. Stuart Copeland is uh, how I started to learn the drums. Yeah, I love his style. I model a lot of my drumming off of Stuart Copeland. He was one of my favorite drummers as mm-hmm. well. I uh, love his style of drumming. Very, it's You know, he's got that whole kind of punk, a little bit of punk, but reggae, ska vibe, and just real tricky, you know, real tricky stuff that he does. So obviously Stuart Copeland won't be there. Uh, but it'll be Sting and his awesome band. Ah, I can't wait for that. Mm-hmm. I hope it's a long, 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 long show. Uh, let's see. Wayne says, la- let's, let's get moving here. He says, last concert was Die Antwerp. Antwerp? Die, uh, Die Antwerp. That's interesting. And then he says, I've seen tons of live shows off and on at festivals like Hemp Fest. He saw Potluck, Tommy Chong play uh, ooh, guitar. Playing, playing Goosex. No, guitar. I think you meant to say guitar. And then Antonio, because oh, he had a little fix mm-hmm. down there. And then Antonio says, punk, reggae, ska, jazz. Exactly. That's a very good description of Stuart Copeland's drumming style. That's exactly it. Um, all right, cool. That was a fun question. Thank you, Antonio, for the question. We appreciate all the listeners supplying us with questions that, that really the listeners have been supplying them uh, the last few weeks now, because uh, the next one here is from Tina. The question of the podcast for listener participation for Wednesday is a Tina Greenwood question. It is, what did your parents make you do that you just hated? Oh my gosh, and my Facebook has blown up it's over a good this one. question. Anything yes. with parents is trigger, man. It's a trigger. <laughs> it really was. This is That's why I loved that, that movie, Honey Boy. Mm-hmm. His dad... Wow, and boy, and he plays his dad in this movie. Shy does. Oh, what a performance! And based off a true story, right? Yeah, based off his life. He wrote it while he was in uh, rehab. rehab. What a performance! Yeah, what a performance. <laughs> uh, Antonio says, "Parents equals trigger word." <laughs> <laughs> does it ever, man? Does it ever? I think mine's more lighthearted, though. It's more lighthearted, so it's going to be interesting. They they make you do a lot of dumb shit, but mine was more. Like, yeah, it's kind of funny. Have, I have a couple. Yeah, so it's pretty good. All right. <laughs> so that's the question of the podcast. Uh, that's coming up on Wednesday's show. And that's it. I got the, the sponsor right now. Okay. All that filler stuff I have to do while I find the sounds, you know, right uh, now. So the sponsor, you know what it is. It's Low Tree Studios. Check it out. We got a lot of podcasts on there. Some that aren't even ours. Some that are other folks. So you want to check them out uh, now. Check it out. There's there's uh, merchandise on there. There's Patreon information. Go there now. LowTreeStudios.com. All right. All right. I, 12 ways you're giving off a bad vibe, Jason. Bad, no bad vibes, dude. <laughs> First one up is you're looking all over the place. Oh. When, when you're in a conversation, there's one sure way to send the message mm. that you don't care. Constantly For scanning sure. your surroundings instead of making eye contact. I love this one. I absolutely love this one. Why? Because it's so true. It's absolutely true. And it, that's why sometimes what we do as far as podcast goes, um, it's hard because you, you know, we're multitasking, right? Mm -hmm. So, and it's just you and me in this room. So we, when I'm talking to you, sometimes you're looking away, you're looking down and it's multitasking. I I lose my, my, my oomph. I lose my connection and my connection Mm. with you is, is, is important. Right. So, but it's more than that when you're talking to people and they just don't, they're just not looking at you. They're looking at their phone. They're looking down and you're just like, why am I even standing here? Right. Yeah. Why are we even talking? And that's exactly what it says. It says when you're having a conversation with someone and you're looking all over the place and the other person may feel um, that you're, it's unimportant and you're, and basically you're not considered. Yeah. Uh, it sends a message that the person you're talking to is not worth your time or not good enough for you and can be easily replaced. Yeah, I like it. Uh, Antonio you has, has a comment that I want to address in just a little bit here. Not right now. I want, I want to wait till your segment is over. Okay. So go ahead. Okay, so the next one up is tapping, jiggling, and wiggling, Jason. 
Okay. A foot constantly tapping, a knee constantly bouncing, fingers drumming and drumming. <laughs> yeah, that. These kinds of things put the people around you on edge. Some people fidget when they're nervous or upset, and others simply do it out of habit. Either way, fussing and jiggling can send the message that something isn't quite right with you. Well, when I don't wear underwear, I jiggle anyway. You know what I'm saying? Okay. I got a little bit of a front jiggle, especially... In the summer. You got a back jiggle too. <laughs> <laughs> Fidgeting can be especially negative in a business situation such mm. as a job interview. And it can be a major distraction to your interviewer or colleagues. And you make it makes you seem nervous and less than empowered. Mm. Job interviewers dislike it so much, in fact, that 26% said fidgeting has been a major factor in an applicant not getting the job. Fidgeting, really? Mm -hmm. Interesting. Yep. All right. So if you just joined us, Mindy is going over. Oh, <laughs> 12 ways you're giving off a bad vibe. All right. So you'll see whether you're doing that or not. Next one up is hugging yourself tight, like I'm doing right now. We've all read that mm. crossing your arms is a sign of being closed off or angrily defensive, but that's not necessarily the case if the person's arms are lightly folded. Mm. I do that a lot. And it's just comfortable for me. Sometimes you rest your arms on your tits. Yes. Do you notice that? I do, but um, they, like they're saying in here, like sometimes people do it because they're hiding their body. Mm. Or, or, or pointy nipples. Okay. Am I ruining this for you? Sorry, they're hiding their body. Okay, yes, it's true. They are hiding their body. They're hiding their stomach sometimes, right? Sometimes it might be a body image thing, but I, I do it out of comfort. So you kind of got to watch. Yeah. What the person's really doing. Gotcha. Uh, you, you know, if you have a problem with it, try lacing your fingers and putting them into your lap. Nah, I like that. All right. Antonio says, certain people like me tend to look away when talking to someone, but it's uh, not out of disrespect. It's a natural, warm conversation activity. Yes. And I, I agree. Think, I think, you know, you can gaze away and then you return. It's when they're constant. you know when they're not paying attention. When they're not interested. Yeah. It's, there's body language, you can tell. And, and Sadie Mae says, I'm soaking this up. <laughs> all right. So staring at your phone is the next one. We're all a little bit hooked on our phones. Our phones keep us connected in everything around us, to everything around us, but sometimes disconnected from those closest to us. Mm -hmm. And many of us have a habit of checking our phones and scrolling every few minutes, yeah. which I see that a lot. Yeah, yeah. Research shows that Americans check their phones between 80 and 150 Ooh. times a day. Ooh. But when we check our phones while engaging with others, it unintentionally sends a message that we aren't fully present, which... Oh, I agree with this 100%. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually... The weird thing about the whole thing is, right... In order to grow your your brand and your business, you know, you you need to use Instagram. I mean, that's what they say anyway. You need to use Instagram. You need to use all these social media platforms to push it and do mm -hmm. all those things. But I just don't... First of all, how many podcasts do I have to push? I just don't like being... I, I, I'm taking a break from it. I haven't posted very much. I don't post as much. I'm not doing my videos as much. I just don't want to be on it as much. I find that it's making me uh, unhappy. Well, I think it's okay to take some breaks. I well, think everybody I, should I'd take like some breaks. I'd like to take like a like a like forever break. Well, that's not always possible because we we use our phones all the time for everything. Like I said, mm. uh, bonus tip for couples: couples who are struggling in their relationship should leave their phones out of their bedroom. Oh yeah, well we use it as our alarm though. Yeah, well. If you're, this is if you're a struggling couple. If oh. your partner is in bed next to you and you're checking email or looking at Instagram, it's inadvertently saying that the relationship is not as important as the other stuff in my life. Or playing like bubble pop or whatever it is. This is again for struggling relationships. <laughs> I see you all the time. I need, I need space. <laughs> it's true. Very true. Next one up is slouching around, sinking into your chair, especially if you're wearing something comfy, feels amazing, right? Like a teenager. But if you're at work or in a social situation, pay attention to your, that posture. In order to be perceived as confident, you must sit or stand tall with your neck elongated, mm. your ears and shoulders aligned, and your chest slightly protruding. Protruding, huh? Yeah. yeah, I like that. The position actually makes you feel more confident and gives off vibes of strength and vitality rather than tiredness 
or insecurity. So stop slouching, you slackers. <laughs> right? Next one up is pointing yourself away from someone. Ooh, I like this one. Okay. Pointing yourself away from someone you actually like. Your feet can send someone a, a potential date or boss, perhaps, nonverbal cues mm. about how you're feeling. So be sure you're pointed in the right direction. What's the right direction? Well, when you're right? talking to somebody, they should be faced toward the person. But if your feet are sort of on a... A uh, skew, an <laughs> angle. An angle, mm -hmm. it could slightly mean you're like ready to take off or you're not interested you're about to in bolt. the convert. Yeah. I mean, so next time you're, you're looking for having a, a conversation out. with somebody, pay attention. Look at their feet. Oh, that's good. Isn't pay that attention good? to that. And then just give them, the, give them the, you know, the other thing is give them the, the out. If they want the out, give them the out. Yeah. Their feet are pointed the other direction. Go, well, you know, it's that time. Yeah. Just get out of here if you want to be out. <laughs> right. Don't linger. Next one is huffing and puffing. Mm. Erratic breathing or repeated signing, sighing tells people around you that something is not right. It often happens when someone is angry, upset, or in the midst of anxiety attack. Do you know anybody that does that? Just huffing, <sighs> puffing? No, I don't. I don't know any, and I wouldn't probably wouldn't spend much time talking. I know to what them. I've heard it before, and it is weird. You you do kind of glance over to go, what's wrong? You know? Yeah. Basically, it sends. Pretty sends dramatic. a message that something's wrong with you. Yeah, right. Pretty dramatic. <laughs> Scowling and concentration. I love this one as well. Some of us naturally look or are grumpier than others. Resting bitch face. Yeah, that was just going to say that, mm -hmm. AKA resting bitch face. Mm -hmm. You don't have to smile just because it makes other people feel more at ease. The requirement to smile more is a rule that society places on women. Mm. Generally, we don't expect men to smile if they're not feeling it. Smiling is essential to giving off positive vibes. That said, if you're in a shared workspace and you're constantly walking around with a scowl on your face, whatever your gender is, people may not want to be around you. Yep. Uh-huh. It's true. So. That is the truth, man. Some people don't know they're doing it, you know, but if but a good sign is if somebody's coming up to you and always asking you, are you okay? Mm -hmm. Then you need to like maybe ask why is it is something yeah. on my face yeah do i have a did it look do like i have I just a resting a bitch face i say that straight out i'm like no do it might yeah do I have a resting bitch face <laughs> Amby in the chat welcome first time listener haven't uh, seen Amby on here before she says the huff is real yeah I, she huffs at the I copier, at the copier. Uh, i do that too and Tony says women huff and puff at men in bars uh they don't want to talk to yeah that's that's uh that's that's a good sign to get away, right? That's pretty good. Well, what are they doing to cause that huff and puff? What? So you're women now just, you're assuming that women men, just don't huff and puff at men in bars. They do if they're not interested. They may have said something. Business is or closed. Grab their ass or uh, maybe. Amby says, "I don't know. I'm doing it." She doesn't know she's doing it to the coffee. <laughs> this coffee, God, this, I you know I huff and puff too. Now that now that Amby taught and mentions it, mm -hmm. I'm thinking that I also, I also do it. Uh, you know, like if something like the, you know, something, something comes in, you're just like, oh God, I'll, I do it out loud. I do. <laughs> when you got to get on the forklift. Something with like truck shows up and it's late or it's like my break or what, you know, so just yeah. dumb shit like mm -hmm. that. Next one up is fiddling with your clothes. Hmm. Tugging at your shirt or otherwise messing with your clothes sends a message that you don't feel comfortable in your skin. Mm, yeah. So this can indicate insecurity or anxiety. So try not to tug on your clothes. Don't tug on your clothes. Ignoring emails. All of us get buried in our email boxes once in a while, but if it happens too often, it could hurt your relationships or reputation in other people's eyes. Not responding to emails in a time, mm. timely manner can annoying. send off bad vibes. And don't we know that? Uh, that's annoying. Uh, Amby says, someone the other day sarcastically said, you always look so happy. I panicked because I'm so bubbly. I didn't know I was a, re uh, uh, I was a resting bitch facer. Face. 
She's his face or she, she adjusted it there. I said, I have a lazy face in anxiety auto response. And then she says, OMG, I just walked into my own diagnosis, Mindy. <laughs> you're, you're creating an ambi diagnosis here. Right. <laughs> well, you know, turn that frown up. <laughs> is, that the, is that the phrase? Is that yeah. the slogan? Mm-hmm. All right. Looking like a bit of a mess. This is the next one. When people look good, they feel good. Grooming habits often tell how we're feeling. Mm. For many people, it takes an effort to be well-groomed, especially at 5 a.m. in the morning. Yeah. So if a person who is usually well-groomed shows up unkept, that might be a sign that you're not in a good place. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So, and that's double for your work environment. Um, We've all heard the advice that you should dress for the job you want, not for the one you have. Yeah. And that's because the way we present ourselves visually does send a nonverbal message about who we are and what we want. And one quick way to look more put together, throw on a cute jacket or a cute sweater. Thank you. I'll throw on a cute jacket and a cute sweater. That'll work. Yeah, I don't know what you do for men. Yeah, no, you don't do that. Women, we have ways of of disguising our wreckness. (sighs) Yeah, well, you have makeup too. I mean, all that. You You can hide a lot of stuff, but... We yes. can't. We're just exposed. Yeah, and it's funny too because when you know we're, we're at work, um, I can tell the ladies that have either put effort in the morning and, or, or have been rushed to get there. <laughs> yeah, they had a rough <laughs> night. They didn't get enough sleep the night before. Yeah. Um, and the last one is your office is a total wreck. Mm. Everyone's workplace gets messy sometimes, and yes, messiness has been linked to creativity, Jason. Oh, really? Yes, you were talking about my desk. I was on yesterday. On the last podcast. Well, that was on the Patreon podcast, yes. But when your space is seriously disorganized or hoarder-style stuffed, mm-hmm. it can make people draw unflattering conclusions about you. The negative message this sends is that the person is unorganized and people may worry that the messy person will be unorganized in their scheduling as well, meaning that they may miss appointments or not be very dependable. Yeah, I don't like, I just personally ugh, don't like a messy space. It, it bugs me. Like right now, the dishes, I need to do the dishes. It's driving me nuts. Uh, <laughs> and I need to get it done. Or a little anal Not, not con- incredibly OCD. I can let it go. You know, it's not like, oh my God, I got it. But it's, I, I do like things. It starts to eat at your It does. Soul. It really does. Antonio says, slow communication. Uh, let's see, I back, backed up here. Slow communication response makes me cray cray when people don't respond right away. Yeah, that kind of bugs me Now, what too. was this thing way back you said you were going to address? I, I already have it written down for myself to address. Oh, okay. Uh, Ambie says, guilty of all this and working on how I carry myself. God, this is my life. She says, dress for success. Uh, I have gotten so good at hiding my chaos. I do the exact opposite. So no one is suspects a thing in the workplace. I think we all do that. We all uh, have to be good at hiding our chaos. Let's be real. We don't want to uh, really be open books because if we were, I mean, the days when I'm depressed or whatever, uh, I don't really want to, pe- to push that on people. I yeah. don't really want to, you right. know? I mean, yeah, there's that old saying, misery loves company, but but I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't feel that way. I don't want to give that to other people. It's not a nice gift and to give. And I don't give. really like misery as company. <laughs> oh, <No>, right? <laughs> so yeah, we do have to put on, uh, I mean, really we are actors in our own life in a lot of ways. I mean, there are days when we don't even want to do this podcast sometimes and we have to turn it on, yeah, right? Because right. you don't want to have this boring, drab, depressing sometimes podcast. Sometimes it's the best thing. Oh yeah, sometimes it changes the mood entirely by starting a like podcast. Like tonight. Uh, yeah, we were both tired. <laughs> That's true. That is true. So I'm going to get to what Antonio said earlier. He talked about uh, a live show in the future for the difference between us and maybe even like this show, the, the Jason Mini podcast. Um, I, my big question was, was would it work? Would it be good? And we went to a live show, a li- our friends at, with Wreck My Podcast in Santa Clarita last night, uh, yesterday, and they, they did really good. It was fun to watch them do their thing just up there doing some of their normal segments that they do on their, their show around a round table. Mm-hmm. And I was very entertained by it. I so was too. it kind of made me feel like, okay, it's something that you can do and it'd be fun for people. They can watch you do what you do 
live. So I'm 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 stoked about it. I think uh, we're gonna make it happen. I think it'll be the first thing will be with them because they're already sort of doing it. Well, they wanna they wanna do a a mashup between the difference between us and their podcast. Yeah, and then we'll videotape it, of course, so that we can release it somewhere so people can see it on our YouTube channels and stuff like that. So that, I might try it there at that brewery. Yeah, that seemed a little low key for me. I. Oof, I, I will be extremely nervous doing it, but... Yeah, of course, we'll all be a little nervous. I've done the onstage thing, so I'll probably be a little less nervous than, than everybody, but still, it, it'll it'll be super, super fun. Ambie says, consciously overdoing it should be on the list to put together is a sign of not together. Yes, uh, absolutely. That, that is true. So, all right, that was a fun segment, Minnie. I really enjoyed that a lot. Let's move on to our fun, cool. fun, fun, very fun facts. <laughs> All right, my first fun fact is the word February comes from a Latin word meaning to cleanse. Really? Yeah. Don't know why. Maybe January shouldn't be the cleansing month then. Is it? Is it the cleansing month? Well, it's usually when everybody exercises and tries to cleanse and get all the junk out from the holidays. Good point. My fun fact is the center of the Milky Way tastes like raspberries and smells like Captain Morgan. Mm. Astronomers researching the giant dust cloud in the middle of the galaxy found the chemical ethylformate, which gives raspberries their flavor and smells like rum. This is all bullshit. I, How do they know this? It's I, so far away that they don't know it. I, it's lies. <laughs> it's lies. Wow. The, the world's population increases by... 237,748 people every 24 hours. 200 and almost 240,000 people every 24 hours Whoa. are popping onto the scene. Wow. I wonder how many are dying. Yeah, that'd be interesting is, is, as well. Is it a good ratio? Hopefully, hopefully just as much. Yeah. <laughs> All right, last fun fact. A recent study found elephants console one another mm. when they are upset with gentle touches and trunk strokes. Uh, previously, only humans, great, great apes, and birds in the raven family were known to do this. Wow, love those elephants. I, I don't know my good That's it sounds. Not what an elephant. No. Okay, moving on. All right, so I got some winter facts here. Winter's close to being over, about a Thank month God. out now, about a month out. Of course, what am I bitching at? The the eastern folks are... Oh, my friends. God. It was gorgeous here this weekend yes. in California. Oh, 70, you think? Jeez. 75? Hot. I was wearing shorts outside playing pickleball, <laughs> Yeah, which is tennis. People make fun of me because I play pickleball, but look it up, all right? Don't give me a hard time about it. Is all Antonio right. still in the chat? How cold so. is it where you are? It's probably cold. Uh, spring is still two months away, March 19th. Some things you maybe didn't know about our current season. Winter really does make your joints ache. So these are some facts about winter. By the okay. Way. Joints are held in place by suction. That's so that'll probably hurt people's ears. Sorry about that. Suction and atmospheric pressure strengthens that. Winter's low pressure storms allow bones to come out of their normal orientation, creating tension. The solution, there is none. Winter encourages heart attacks, by the way, as well. Winter encourages heart attacks. Exposure to cold causes blood vessels to constrict and blood to thicken a little. Uh, a little rise in blood pressure, a little thicker liquid for your heart to pump. Solution, stay hydrated and don't give up the morning jog. Mm. Okay, what chat and say anything? Oh, they were um, commenting on the degrees. Amy said it's 51 in St. Louis. Mm. Uh, Texas has no snow. Texan here, no snow. Uh, Wayne is in Washington, 45 here. Got up to 50 today, he said. Oh, that's not bad. Amy, no, Amby, sorry. Uh, my knees know it's about to rain before. Before Be- she does. That's uh-huh. that's interesting. Uh, and 48 degrees in... St. Louis. Is that, oh, he lives in yeah. St. Louis as well, huh? Feels like a heat wave compared to six degrees last week. Whoa. Whoa, God. that's too damn... I, I don't think I could survive. I might crack. 
Uh, and then Ambie says, not even trying to be funny. My bunions kill. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> I love it. Uh, Amy says, and move to Florida like a, like a plan to. Is she finishing a sentence from above? Oh, 51 in St. Louis. Yeah. Uh, move to Florida. Ugh, God, I wouldn't live in Florida. I it's would never live in Florida. It's so hot in July. Wouldn't it's, do it. Uh, mm. Let's not recap that one. Next fact, your winter can make you depressed. About 5% of Americans experience seasonal affect- affective disorder, a.k.a. sad. <laughs> seasonal affective disorder, sad. I do in the winter. The full explanation, that's what they're saying. I know. This is winter. Uh, the full explanation. Oh. <laughs> mm-hmm. The full explanation <laughs> Is a long story, but the root cause is reduced exposure to sunlight. Mm. That's all it is. The yeah. solution, sunlight bulbs or a purpose-built light box uh, can help. Just get one that emits only visible light, not UV. So there you go. That's Maybe my... I should stand in front of your UV light then. No, it doesn't help that much. It doesn't. Oh, and then Amy says it was responding to the cold you were talking about with blood. Oh, <laughs> uh, and moved to Florida like I planned to. Yeah, it's Florida. Hmm. Uh, Wayne says Florida swamp ass central. It is. It is so swamp ass miserable there. It's very swampy. Amy says Houston weather. Winter starts at sunrise. Spring at lunch. Summer for fifteen minutes. And after that, after that, fall until dawn, and then it's winter again. I know that's, that's just like how, California. That, well, you you. Why do you say it like that? It's not California. Go to Huntington Beach. It's summer all year. Well, I get that. But where we live. Where we live, yes. In this little tiny area of California. (laughs) It's very small, the high desert. Yeah. Yes, it's exactly like that. It's winter in the morning. It's uh, it's exactly that. I'm not going to go through the whole thing because I forgot it. Let's be real. Um, All right, let's move into this. This is the hygiene quiz. I want everybody to participate, Mindy included, of course. Uh, So you're going to try to guess some things here. Uh, We found a survey list and turned it into a quiz. And this is for you guys. A poll commissioned by Mashable and SurveyMonkey analyzed the hygiene habits of 527 adults between the ages of 18 and 60. And uh, th- this is uh, this is this is it. Starting with loofahs, you know what a loofah is, right? Yes. Okay. What percentage of loofah users have never cleaned it? What percentage of loofah users Ooh, have never cleaned uh, it? Hopefully, it's low. I'm going to go with 25. percent You think 25? You think you should be throwing them in the trash after 25? percent And Wayne says, "Don't use one." <laughs> Amy <laughs> says, "I wash them after every use." Amby says, "75 percent." The answer is half. 50% wow. Yikes. clean them. By the way, only 22% of people use a loofah. It's a dumb name. That's why. Hmm. Uh, next thing, showers. What percent of people shower more than once a day? What percent of people shower more than once a day? It's going to be a low number probably, more right? More than once a day? Yeah, more would, than once a day. I would say um, 15%, 15%. You said the same thing as Ambi, 15%. Nice. The answer, uh, Antonio says 10%. Uh, Wayne says 30. The answer is 5%. Only 5% of people shower more than once a day. About 60% of people polled say they shower once a, once a day. So 60% of people shower once a day. I'm in the, uh, I'm in the, I'll go, I'll go for a while. Really? No, you won't. Okay. You want, when was the last time I showered? Well, I'm on Sunday. Nope. Sunday would be yesterday. You didn't shower? I showered on Saturday after pickleball. Well, then you're due. (laughs) Get in there and scrub that ass. (laughs) I shower Uh, just about every day. I'm, if I'm at home, I may miss a day. Yeah. Yeah. Antonio says, I do occasionally. Amy says, no oils left. Amy says, I just got a call, so I'm uh, airport bound. I'll listen to the rest later. Peace out. See if see me, see, see ya, see ya, Amy. Wow. Yes, I do this. Uh, not professionally, though, but I do talk on this podcast. It doesn't seem like it, though. Amy says, I take winter depression baths multiple times uh, a day. Amy says, does that count? Yes, it does. Wayne says, I'll shower two to three times a day if I had the time. Oh, he, he would, huh? He lives for showers. Oh, I don't. I don't. Yeah, I wouldn't shower that much. I don't. I, I feel like it dries the skin out way I too much. I love showers too. I don't like it. All right, next thing here, washing hair. What percent of people wash their hair daily? What do you Ooh, think? Ooh, I would say 90. 90? Yeah. Their hair daily? Yeah. No I way. don't, but... 
No way. It's not that high, huh? It's it's forty one percent. Only forty one percent. Ambie says fifty, and then Antonio says uh, me. Uh, and then, right. and then forty. Yeah, he's saying forty. Okay, so socks. What percentage of people have reworn socks? No. Yeah. What percentage? I'm gonna go have with one percent. One percent have reworn socks. Oh, that's something I will not do. Me neither. Um, but the percentage is fifty-five percent. No. Have reworn socks. He must not socks. have stinky feet. Oh, my feet sweat. So no way. I, those things are after a day at work. They're done. I don't rewear underwear either, though. So that's, <laughs> Wayne's are people are gross. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and Antonio's a blarf. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, we have to do too much after. Uh, let's see. Amy says eighty percent. Wayne said ten. Antonio said two percent. That's what I would think too. <laughs> and then WTF, Barb? Yeah, it's gross. It really is gross. Yeah. Uh, Amy says I'd even. I they if they even wear socks, yeah. I don't in the summer typically wear a lot, a lot of socks. Yeah, I don't either. But my, okay, jeans. This is one. This is a good one here. This is a good debate right here. Jeans, probably the most debated hygiene related subject. Some say to never wash them. What per, what percentage of people wear their jeans five or more times before washing them? What percentage? I would say seventy. Seventy. Yeah. Mm, that's pretty high. And Wayne said 70 as well. Uh, Amy says, oh man, 10. And then and Antonio says 90%. 90% of people, uh, what percentage of people wear their jeans five or more times? It's low. It's really surprisingly low. It's 21%. Wow. I, you know, I'll go a whole week. And no, I won't jeans. go that long. I have a, a max on my days. I usually will go two days wearing this, the same jeans, maybe three if I haven't done much because I don't want my jeans to fade. And then, yeah, I've also heard you need to turn them inside out so that, you know, you wear them inside out like crisscross. Okay. Crisscross. So make you jump, jump. The Mac dad will make you jump, jump. You remember that song? Yeah, I do. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, let's see you. They're saying, uh, uh, they get too stretchy. Yeah. Amy says they get too stretchy. That's true. They do. They do. But I, I don't like washing them too much because I don't like them to get ruined. I don't like him to get ruined. Uh, network error. Uh-oh. Hopefully we don't fade out for you guys. We're getting a network error. So if we fade out, we apologize. Uh, I'm going to keep going here. Bed linens. What percentage of people say they change sheets and pillowcases once, just once a month? Ooh. It should be every couple weeks or uh, once a week. It's once a week, I would say. Every five, every every seven days or something like that. Yeah, but they're saying seven days. But 28%, 57% of people change their sheets a few times a month, while 5% only only do it once a year or less. Oh, that's... That uh, is crazy. Antonio said 60%. Yeah. They're still with us, so... Yeah, it, just so you guys are aware, I'm getting network errors on, on uh, CastBox, so it may crash, so just hang with us as long as we can here. Uh, next thing, towels. Towels. Experts say we should wash our bath towels. How often? How often should you wash your bath towels? How long do you let yours go? <laughs> I'm. I probably use the same one. But I. Okay. Now again. Well, I shower every. Yeah, I shower every day. So, I don't know. I. I at the end of the week. It's usually okay. Fridays. It's they're coming off the racks and right. they're going in the washing machine. All right. Amy says after three uses. Yeah, uh, that's pretty much Antonio me. Antonio says three to five days. Wayne says, wash my towels every weekend. Amy says, I drop the, them randomly and I have a, uh, a fluffy dog. Oh. So if I hang it back up, <laughs> there's probably a bunch of hair all over or something like that. Um, yeah, they say that you should do it after each use. Each use. Yeah. Experts say after three uses, after seven uses, after 20 uses. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, they're saying after every three uses. Yeah, that's about saying. right. About 38% say they change their towels a few times a week, while a vigilant 12% change it uh, every use. I, I'm probably about in that category every three uses. About a week is what I go. Mm-hmm. Uh, bras, here you go, ladies. The bras. Okay, again, now this is a this is a garment that you don't want to wash too much or you're going to ruin it. Yep. So don't dry them if you wash them regularly. But you know your titties are getting sweaty. Well, that depends on the day. Of course, you're going to throw them in the washer if it's been a rough day <laughs> a rough day <laughs> if you live in florida well your, that, bra, your bras are ruined well in that case you better you in invest florida. in bras because you yeah. have, you'll be washing them every day 
All right. Well, what percent of women wear a bra at least five times before washing it? Ooh, I hope that's going to be low. So I'm going to go with 30. Mm, pretty good. Close, 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 close. The answer is 35%. Antonio <laughs> saying, air out. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and then Amy says, I rotate, can't keep up. Yeah. You got to have a lot. Uh, Stephanie, our, our co-host on the difference between us and my sister, she says she has a, a drawer just filled with them. So I'm sure she, you rotate and that probably keeps. Yeah. I rotate mine as well. And you know what? Every girl, Anthony wants to let the girls out. What, what did you say? Who? I mean, Antonio, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> Antonio got called Anthony again. <laughs> oh, he called you Mandy. Called you Mandy. <laughs> got you back. Uh, all right, let's all move right. on to the quote. All right. Your word, your inspirational word for the day is perspective. Perspective. Perspective is the way we see things when we look at them from a certain distance and it allows us to appreciate their true value. Mm, yeah, it's good. <laughs> You're letting it breathe. Sorry. <laughs> it's not your new thing. Forgot. Yes. Next one. If you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. Oh, ding. Love that one. Love that one. Last one. When asked if my cup is half full or half empty, my only response is that I am thankful I have a cup. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I don't like that one so much. Yeah, thanks for the, I, thanks for the breathing right there. <laughs> you're welcome. Yeah, I don't like that one as much because I hate that when people are like, oh, like you're like you're complaining about your job or you're having a bad day, right? Which it happens, and they go, at least you have a job. What well, mother? I know that. <laughs> well, anyway. maybe you should start appreciating it. You know? And then St. Ambie says, well, it was my favorite. LOL, what you talking about? I thought it was how you wanted to see it. I think I missed something there. Sorry about that. Uh, it, gets, it goes fast, the chat does. Yeah, Antonio says, oh, yeah, Mandy has the inspirational fire. Mandy sure does. You know, uh, our friend Joe Johnson still calls you Mandy yes. to me. He says, how's Mandy doing? Ugh, Mindy. Where did he get Mandy from? I don't know. I, I am often called that. Mm. It, there's an I in there. And then Ambie says, yeah, don't worry about trying to make sense of my comments. I do want to make sense of it, though. It is my aspiration. Good quotes, Mindy. Thanks. It's time for podcast shout outs. All right. We're nearing the end. The, and this is the uh, part where we talk about the shows we've listened to and some new shows. And if you're new in the chat, you can share any new shows that uh, you listen to, and I'll, mm -hmm. I'll have a listen. Or any shows you listen to that'll probably be new to us. Yep. So the ones that, this one's not real new, but I've started listening to it again. The mm -hmm. Woody Show. Mm, that's a well. That's a, a radio show, a LA-based radio show uh, that they turn into a Paul. A pole cast. <laughs> what is What's wrong with your mouth? Podcast. <laughs> yes, podcast. And then I listened to Disaster Daters with Katie Thompson and Zach. They only had six episodes in that series, and it was pretty good. Cool. Yeah, All right. I All enjoyed right. it. Nice, nice. And then the regular shows I've listened to uh, since what Wednesday. Mm -hmm. Not very many. Unscripted narrative. Which is your podcast? That is my podcast, Unscripted and Narrative. Your guest names? Uh, you have we had John Ducey and uh, Christine. Oh boy, how am I missing? Well, that? Her, Christine. Christine Woods. Yeah. Oh boy, that's yeah. horrible. These are my guests. <laughs> we do them so far, but like it was a week, a couple weeks ago. Yes, exactly. Oh, I got to get it. Now. Anyway, that's I just sad. listened to that one. Yeah, it was. Uh, so they do um, like movies and stuff with like stunts and stuff like like cars they do they tend to do movies that have car stuff in it but they are actors and uh and and writers and directors and producers and all of that so, yeah, i'm yeah. not quite the company that it. they work for um uh does movies like that yes okay. they tend to lean in that category okay and then uh wreck my podcast 
Of course, we we are good friends with those folks. Uh, Dr. Berg's Healthy Keto Intermittent Fasting Podcast, mm-hmm. The Chris Hogan Show, The Jillian Michaels Show, Ben Shapiro, Mark and Linda Podcast, Weird AF News, War of the Roses, and The Daily. Did I say Kristen Moore? You said wood. <laughs> <laughs> It's Kristen Moore. Jeez. So many names. So well, many names. Yeah, it's a lot. You know, that's the way it goes. Well, let's see. Antonio says, I listen to She Podcasts all the time with Mr. John B. John Buchanis. That's right. Yeah, that's a that's a, uh, that's a that's a good one. Uh, the Daily Dose, if you want to check out one that's real short, real short podcast, that's the other podcast that I do, and I do it five days a week. It's fun. Just It's kind of a pop culture and uh, fun little news stories and stuff like that, so check that one out. Uh, but that's it for our show today. If you'd like to listen to us live, you can do so right here on CastBox, like these amazing folks have done. We broadcast our show every other Monday, so you happen to catch us on the every other Monday, and every single Wednesday. That's every week, every Wednesday at 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And if you want additional content, check out our Low Tree Studios Patreon page or visit our website, lowtreestudios.com. The links are provided in the show notes. We also have another podcast called The Difference Between Us, which can be found on all of your favorite podcatchers. And we broadcast that show right here on CastBox as well on Thursdays at 6.30 p.m. Enjoy your evening, everyone, and thank you for listening to our show where we feature topics that serve as an informative and entertaining break from life's daily grind. And don't forget, folks, the question is up. The question for this week is, what did your parents make you do that you just hated? Mm. You can respond to the question on the Jason and Mindy Facebook page or my Facebook page if we're friends. And we always look forward to your responses. Have a great evening and we'll talk to you on Wednesday. Yeah, and thank you for the new folks that stuck around and hung with us. Uh, Amby, nice to meet you. Thanks for hanging with us. We appreciate that. And of course, all the regulars that we love, Wayne, Antonio, Sadie Mae, Amy, Uh, Stephanie didn't say much, but uh, we appreciate you guys. It's been fun. We'll talk to you on Wednesday. Bye-bye. Bye.